Welcome to Hermes AM, where we explore ideas, share experiences, and feed curiosity. We seek to learn and grow. Join us in challenging perspective and ideas. What's up, everybody? So we are coming into an episode today of Hermes AM. We are going to do our first psych ward of the season, and we are, uh, New and I both kind of synced up, and we we're like, who should we do? And, uh, and, and, we, and we both kind of had the idea of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. So uh, the creation of Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, right? You have Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo. Uh, and they're taking over New York City. Um, there's some other characters in there, right? Like Shredder's or Shredder's the main villain, uh, and uh, Splinter's the main mentor, Sensei. So, like when we come, when we take it back to growing up, like me and you are basically around the same age. So, you, were we like were we both really into Turtles when we were younger? I was, I think, a little bit older when they first came out, but I still dug them. And I think I wasn't old enough to read the comic books, but I, my first introduction was probably the cartoon. And I still thought, I thought they were like, obviously it was a lot different from the comic book. Um, but, uh, cause the comic book I think was more, uh, violent based. And then it kind of, they kind of whittled it down to more of a, uh, PC friendly, um, yeah. look, you know, and then they also kind of introduced the different colors. I think they were all wearing red at the very beginning um and uh like there's a, there's a there's a few different versions of them there's obviously a ton of different versions right so which one which one were you familiar with when you were growing up well i'm the primary cartoon that came out probably like the late 80s um yeah. and so that was i mean i was like four five six um, my brothers were major into gi joes and they like yeah. had tons tons of, tons of gi joes and like my oldest brother had um like bases and like just went beyond and he even like create like would would take part take them apart and build his own and like he even had like the the rubber bands to kind of like re uh reattach re 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 those yeah. movements and stuff yeah um and so yeah i like the ninja turtles were probably my favorite um because it, it was more mine right like they they had gi joe's uh and Ninja Turtles came out and yeah, I mean, I loved, um, I, I enjoyed this. I, it's one of the first movies I ever saw, yeah, um, yeah, which was, definitely. which was a funny experience we'll get to later. Uh, but yeah, like I just, uh, I resonated with mostly Michelangelo because I, I don't know, I was the youngest and I was kind of crazy. Um, and so as a six, seven, eight, nine, ten year old, like the Ninja Turtles, um, were, I, I was all about the, like fighting, uh, and yeah, had the Game Boy game, uh, just the, the crew of them. So we can get into breaking into the, the psychology of them um, and kind of creating uh, an, an understanding of each of them. 
Do you want to start with that now? Well, it's interesting because I'll also share mine. Like, you know, kind of thing is like when I, like you said, you kind of resonated with um, Mikey. I kind of think, you know, when I was younger, I resonated with Raph. He just seems a little bit more off the cuff and more angry. And I think I grew up kind of in this similar thing. And that, I think that's the great thing about these four is there's something for everyone, right? So it's yeah. like, like if you're more, te- you're more tempered and you're more chill and you're more able to see things, you're like, uh, you're on Leo's end, right? And if you're more like analytic and you're also very, you're like more calculated, you're more Donnie. If you're more free spirited, you're more Mikey. You're more like, you're more passionate, more, more like, by the, like the seat of your pants, you're going to be more raff, right? You're just going to try things. So it's like the idea is that these characters kind of represent uh, a good part of all of us. And I think that's why they, they resonate with people so well. And, um, you know, they share a little bit like the turtles and like my daughter's probably one of my daughter's favorite things. Um, I, you, my special needs child, she, she loves the turtles. They're her favorite thing. And it's funny. Cause like, as she, she likes, she likes these team element shows and, um, and she always likes the leader, you know, so the leader is always her favorite. So she always likes Leo or she like in the power Rangers, she likes the red one. You know, kind of thing. So it's like kind of interesting how you like certain kids will resonate with certain characters that kind of kind of go with them, or if it's the opposite of who they are, it's what they want to be, right? Maybe they're not like that, and they're wanting to be more like that. And I think that also kind of coincides with these guys, because you, if you want to, be, if you're not a leader but you want to be one, then you're gonna go with like wanting to be like Leo is your favorite, right? Um, and then, or if just kind of aligns with who you are, like your spirit animal, then you're gonna be with those people and then and then like for instance like still to this day i still i still like raf the, the best right so um i think it's not it's not necessarily the anger thing anymore it's just that he's just free-spirited like well, he, he, he yeah he's like a lone wolf in a lot of ways yeah. right like he yeah. has that um that that mentality that he can go out and um he he can he he doesn't need to be led right like he doesn't he he doesn't really want to follow and he doesn't necessarily want to lead but he yeah. he has this heart where it's like it's a little bit angsty yeah um yeah. and but at the same time it's it's purposeful and um in the sense that he he's like I can accomplish this right right like I can go out there and, and do this work and uh, he's got well and he's got no patience either so he'll do it right now and sometimes that always kind of like bites him in the ass because he's not necessarily ready or like he's not necessary or he's letting like his spirit lead him there and he's not really ready and then he's real then that kind of leads into like the more team element and realizing that you can't do everything on your own um and then you know and that's kind of like what those these whole all these guys kind of do right and then also when you kind of look at um them as a collective you realize they pick on mikey the most but then, but Mikey doesn't even know he's no, no, for the most part, he's getting picked on until like you realize that <laughs> they're always kind of bullying him. But then also when other people bully him, they're not allowed to bully him. Like nobody's allowed to touch Mikey unless it's them. Like, so they, they're really protective over him. But yet he's kind of like this. Uh, it's like this. It's really interesting because he just, he just, he just enjoys being him. He's the, he's probably the one that kind of like, knows who he is and is basically comfortable with it right for the most part he's just comfortable being where he is in the space everybody else seems to be trying really really hard you know to be like distinctive in their own way except for mikey it's like effortless to be him he's just like he is who he is and i think there's something kind of and that's kind of like where he kind of has most of the heart in the show you know or in in the series or anything it's like it's all there and sometimes you get annoyed by him 
but for the most part he is the kind of the, the fun one but he's also like he's also very loyal very like he's also very good at what he does um you know and he's and he's just he's just happy to be right absolutely i mean so we will like let's let's rewind real quick so yep. ultimately um just processing the ninja turtles some people will be like might be like what who are they or how did they become who they became yeah. ultimately um i guess this primordial ooze got leaked into the sewer um and there was uh there's there's turtles in there there's rats in there and there, there's uh, there, there's other animals and and it kind of creates these anamorphic characters both on the enemy side and kind of the friendly side uh, and so, and, and it kind of creates some crossover Sagi Ojimbo, right? Is it, a yeah, yeah. Cr cr crossed over at one point from a, from a different realm. Um, but yeah, you have Bebop and Rocksteady, um, a warthog and a, and a rhinoceros. Um, and so you have these characters that, that ultimately build out into their, their animal beings and the fact that you have these four siblings these four turtle siblings i think that that um as we we're processing this uh it, the team aspect you can you can there's not really kind of like oh i don't like this person because they're brothers right like it's like they just have different aspects of who they are mm -hmm. and so that that brother aspect is a is a big piece of creating a relationship right like at different times you were like oh i relate to Leonardo or Donatello or Michelangelo uh, versus uh, versus not right so versus being like oh I don't like them so uh, and then yeah they they kind of have uh, their mentor uh, Splinter and he's kind of leading them as a well, team like slash father figure right so he's basically like their father slash like mentor kind of thing and I think really good thing about them being brothers is that this really interesting situation where how Splinter kind of handles them is also like if any of them does something wrong they all get punished for the same thing which causes a more a tighter family element but also causes um a better team element right so they're all kind of responsible for all of their behavior um, and I think like, you know, when you're raising family, I think that's also important. I think like, you know, me being raised or you being raised, I think that was something we, we all kind of missed was the idea that like, if one of us makes a mistake, we all make a mistake. And that like, you know, for instance, when you're teaching, uh, like in sports, like if somebody's late, everybody runs, right? So you create that team element and like that family element. Um, and I think that's also important. I think like that's the thing we're missing as like being parents is that we're not doing that, which kind of separates them and puts them against each other, you know? So like when one, one gets in trouble, the other one kind of jumps on and helps them. Like what I watch with my kids, they like kind of go against each other, try to get each other in trouble. And if we could basically align that to like what Splinter does is like, oh no, you're all in trouble for the one thing. It doesn't matter who does it, you're all in trouble. And I think that causes them to be, um, a better team and a better uh, a tight knit group, I think, you know? Yeah. I, the funny thing is like 21st century, like current teams, post COVID teams. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it, it's way different, right? Like the world that we're in now, it's like, you have to understand the fragility of people, <laughs> uh, in a way, right. That, you, oh, that, totally, totally. that what, yeah. it wasn't there before. And all of a sudden people are like, why are you so angry? Why are you so mean? It's like, um, it's like you're trying to establish a culture of not necessarily like do this because I say to do it, but a collaborative culture where it's like, mm, I have wisdom. Let me impart my wisdom on you. 
take like create space for me to 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 deliver that to you and and you to receive it um and also ultimately now it seems like there's not that space um and it's almost too like if you look at the ninja turtles in that um the, there's there's a teaching that they that they do amongst one another um that that is sometimes received and sometimes isn't right like raf is like ultimately leo's always trying to teach and try, try to like uh to to win over uh raf right in a lot of ways to 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 join the group to kind of become more solidified as a team um and often right like raf might be like well i don't like that idea so i'm straight i'm going i'm going this way right um and ultimately it's yeah like i was the youngest of four and so i was always i could never be the leader and so it was like, like where do i fit in mm, like i'm not necessarily like super brainy uh and or engineer like so i'm not donatello um and and i always just always resonated with just that free spirit of kind of like oh let me just act a fool and just be yeah. all over the place but right. also kind of and it also gets attention right and that's the thing especially when we look at children and these guys too like mikey probably like realize the same thing i i'm not the oldest i'll never be the leader i'm not the strongest so like i can't be like rap either and i'm not the smartest so like and i'm not going to try to be any of these things but how do i get attention i could be attention just for being kind of the fool right yeah. and then just being the fun one and then um it's kind of like similar like when you look at like animals like wolves and, and like uh like a pack of dogs and you see they all have a place like one's a leader one's like the strong one one then so they all have the kind of like this thing that makes everybody viable in this group like uh mikey like lightens up the lightens up the fact that it's always like it's always like kind of like stressful and whatever like everything's going on but mikey can lighten the mood a little bit which makes everything a little bit either either it makes it worse or it makes it better right so and i think that's so he's still like really really um He's supposed like he's he's needed in the group regardless of uh, anything else, right? And they all kind of fill this void, right? Like if something's wrong, that's mechanical. Mikey, uh, Don, Donnie will fix it, and or he'll look into it, and you'll spend a lot of time working on it. If like, and if they need somebody to be like the muscle, Raph is always kind of gonna do that kind of stuff. And then um, if they need somebody to kind of lighten the mood, it's always gonna be uh, Mikey. And then if you look at like they need to be like on a, like all a team element you're looking to Leah to kind of get them all together and like what you said it's always like those two butting heads <laughs> but like Raph doesn't necessarily want to lead but he doesn't necessarily want to make it easy for people either he, he's almost like making sure that you're looking at he's like punching holes in plans just just because you need somebody to punch holes in plans right like nothing's ever going to run smoothly and he's just finding ways to poke holes in all the plans just so he can just so like you actually have to be a better leader all the time because you always got to pivot around these ideas that Raph's always punching holes in like that's not going to work because of this and that's not and he's always just saying things just to make it difficult but those type of things are needed in order to think outside the box and also to be challenged to to be a better leader you know um so I find them to be very kind of like uh, all around, like a kind of a perfect squad, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's funny that the dynamic of the language too, uh, just kind of like processing some things, right? They're in New York City, but they're very, uh, 
they're very water-based right like a very like surfer like the the kind of this surfer language uh lingo right where they're like talking about um yeah tubular yeah right like cowabunga um and so it's funny because they gotten away from that a lot too right but like when we when they first like when the first cartoon was out they were very very much like yeah it's funny because i didn't think about that but they were very like kind of like california surfer dudes in new york which makes zero sense and now they're gotten away from a lot of that i think part of it is them being in the sewer right and then they're kind (laughs) of like skateboarding they're skateboarding or like cruising cruising through the sewer um yeah. Yeah. i mean they, they it probably probably is that whole skateboard aspect right like when i looked to get a skateboard i wanted one that was similar to the ones that they have right where it's like the, 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 the wide the wide body yeah. yeah like the wide and body. they had the tip on the about that they had the wing yeah, on, on the, the back the, yeah exactly yeah. and so i mean it's just it, it became like a, a a specific style to versus like like the normal culture which is like the the typical yeah i think a lot of things had the wing skateboard back in the in the late 80s early 90s it was kind of a huge thing um you know like going forward like i you know i don't know if you saw but like my favorite one so far um has been the kind of the cg version that came out in probably about like i want to say 2014 or something like that um the one that was like on nickelodeon for a long time and it was like the cgi cartoon version i, th- yeah. I thought that show was fantastic you know kind of thing it was really really well done and to this day i would say that was probably the the best version of them they did a really great job with all the the lore and kind of making it new and um still like one of the it's probably the best one the new one, I I think is terrible. <laughs> so the rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja, I think I I think the animation and the style is fine, yeah. I, and I really like it. I just don't like the story. The story is just too goofy for me. Um, which they're trying to kind of and they and they made Raft Leader, which makes like Leo really, really in an odd place. Like, like he's kind of like like me and yeah. Soleil they were watching it and um like because I you wanted to watch it and we were watching it. And we kind of find when they when they made Raph the leader in that show, it makes Leo completely pointless, you know, and it just makes the whole thing like really weird because um, um, like he didn't have a place because he's not angry, you know, and he didn't he's not like it's just like made him completely kind of like in an odd space because he wasn't really necessary, um, you know, kind of thing because like it's just it's just weird and like then that that show got yeah. canceled, which is probably <laughs> great. So, so, uh, <laughs> um, but anyways like i i think like overall they're probably like one of my favorite things uh, i want to take it back so what did you think of the first movie that came out in the 90s so i went i mean i was pretty young and so like going to the movies was um not something that most people did right but um, my mom let me and my two older brothers and sister go one time um I, I can't i don't remember if it was like the first second or third um i'm thinking it was like the first or second because i was probably like um six or seven right and so which is kind of like yeah for me to be there with my older my, my older brothers were uh if i'm a six or seven um they're like six and eight years older than me so yeah but they're like 15 14 15 and so um, my mom just let us like me to go to movie with them. She's gonna she was on her way to pick us up and I'm out in the parking lot um, doing karate, right? Like it just got my mind where I'm like trying to fight <laughs> yeah. my brothers and they're yeah. like, trying to get me to stop. Um, I mean, and, and so I, I don't like I loved those initial movies. Um, just I mean, it, it, yeah, what you have characters 
in costumes pretty much right it was yeah it, yeah. it was um but i mean as a kid those were um yeah i loved them and so i'm out there and this lady's like she waits for my mom to come and then she's like it ruined it ruined things for me moving forward because she basically waits for my mom to come and then is like um your son's been sitting out here trying to fight these people um and and i'm like they're my, my they're my brothers yeah and and so i was just total mikey um and she's she was like claiming that i was abused or whatever and my mom yeah. was like that's it you're not able to go to movies like that anymore yeah so yeah. i really i really wasn't um able to do do that again but yeah, yeah I, those I'd, I'd get to watch them on tv at home um i mean i can remember being a kid and um yeah that's what like one of the reasons why like big trouble in little china was one of my favorites because i would watch yeah. that all the time yeah but the cartoon the cartoon was definitely i liked that more uh and it, it was just more digestible probably um it was crazy because my neighbor had in his attic there was he did a sale one time and he had almost every single teenage mutant ninja turtle toy in box never opened oh, man. Man. and it's like he should have just yeah. kept them he should have just kept them rolling because what what did you you sent me one that was like just a one of the characters was like 160 bucks yeah yeah uh, uh so it's like the the market on toys that that was one of the first uh toys i got um where some of the the ninja turtles my brother my, my mom would like sew clothes for them like little ponchos oh and that's stuff awesome like that. yeah it's and so, cool and yeah. so yeah i mean um and and create and yeah create they had so much there was so much like nutty stuff in the first in that cartoon too because everything was like so weird like everything was mutated in that world kind of thing so everything was just like kind of crazy yeah. Um, I love this show too. We had all the, we had a bunch of the toys growing up too. And it's funny because like you said about the GI Joe thing, I had an older brother too. He had all the GI Joes and he had all the bases and I couldn't play with any of them. I wasn't allowed. He had like carrying cases for all these little GI Joe people. Right. Like he, and he was so, he was so stingy about all the toys. So he wouldn't let me, cause like he was like trying to keep them like perfect, but they were, they're all, in, he had like carrying cases and stuff like that so it's funny and then like so when i was growing up like i was really into like the turtles and then like uh you know you know um thundercats and then uh so like a lot of those other things i was really into but yeah um but that's funny because like all the, all the all the toys were super fun i remember we did get the the um the van for christmas one year it was really exciting <laughs> i think i got the under uh, the underground layer and so yeah. that was like the that was the main one that i always did and then I just yeah I uh, on Game Boy you can play whoever and 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 kind of work through the different stages um, and so I would that's the one game that I like people would be playing Mario Brothers and I would just be straight um, that's the only game I would play is, is Ninja Turtles pretty much back in the day. Did you remember? Do you play the the Ninja Turtles on uh, the arcade one, the Turtles in Time? I think it was awesome. I don't. I mean, yeah, I mean, probably. I didn't. I mean, I never was much of an arcade goer. Yeah. Because I've always been so cheap to like just keep, keep. <laughs> arcades are just a money. Oh you know, yeah, you just be putting quarters in there. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's now I'll hit up the nickel arcade. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to get like tickets, and so I'll, I'll like find, um, find the ones that give me the most tickets. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, the the like bringing it bringing it home just. Um, one thing we would want to know just as for the listening community, uh, is who did you resonate with? I mean, it couldn't even not be one of the, one of the turtles. It could be April O'Neil. Um, yeah. Casey, right? Casey, 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 yeah. 
Because I love Casey, man. Like when I, because like that first movie, I still say the first movie from the '90s still holds up really, really well. Like it's, it's still, it's still super fun. You see, like that whole scene with Raph coming out of the movies and then fighting with Casey Jones and like. Um, well, his vibe, or even like what Shredder or Krang. Some of you might <laughs> identify <laughs> with Krang, or uh, or Krang's robot thing that he just resides inside um but yeah ultimately like right like where's your entry point um and and i know that we got some um in your world right there's some big uh yosagi yojimbo fans um because just just because that's what that was one of my favorite characters and he's and just cool like he's like cool like he comes from time it comes back from that time but then it's all it's interesting because they bring him into that one series that one the one that we like on the nickelodeon the cgi version and he's actually in there for a few episodes where they go back in time and so much fun like he's just like he's like the samurai like samurai rabbit right and yeah he's so he's just and he's like has so much more honor and so much more style, so much more fun. Um, so I, I just I just love that character. I think he's uh, I think he's great. And it was really cool that they pulled him into that universe. Um, he's supposed to have like his own show on Netflix coming out soon too. So that's gonna on be Netflix. Cool. I mean that's I mean, yeah. yeah yeah. So it's like kind of it's gonna be cool to kind of see him do more kind of stuff like that. But yeah, overall I think like I think the reason turtles are kind of become like perennial where they're just they're always gonna be there and they're always gonna have a new version is because they resonate so well. Um, not just like with people, but psychology wise, because there's somebody for everyone in this thing, right? Yeah. Even if you're like the wise, like the wise teacher, you resonate with like um, with a splinter, right? And then you kind of just like, um, and all the and all the all the brothers have something to offer too, which is this super super fun and super interesting. Even like going into like the comic series, which I was able to do like a version. Did you ever see that the Last Ronin series? No, I never checked that out. But it was kind of, it was basically like, like it's basically all the brothers die except for Mikey kind of thing. And I know it's like probably, that was like the basis of the story was they all gone except for Mikey and then Mikey, how Mikey's psychology changes because now, like, and I think when you look at that, when you pull back Mikey and realize that he doesn't have to do anything because he can rely on all these other brothers to kind of do all the things he can actually it gives him a freedom to always just kind of be like free of all responsibility right because all these guys can cover all these things but when you that story arc shows that if you take all that away and he's forced to do all this stuff by himself what does it change him into right and i think that's kind of like when he has no longer those guys to rely on him what does he have to do and i think that kind of shows how things can change and then also tragedy and all the other things can change a person's demeanor into something else right well, um, well there's layers to that too where it's yeah. like um you're able to when, when when you don't have to lead uh you're able to learn yeah it, like you're able to sit back and kind of be a little more observant and um kind of i mean that goofing off but then you, when when i get i mean like in this series right he'd be he'd it's his turn to kind of step up and and be the one that that does the work yeah um and so you never had to do before like yeah well it's a it's a maturation right so um yeah i mean that's pretty that's pretty dope yeah i would love to see that as like a like a series or on tv or like how a series kind of turns into that would be great visually i think that would be kind of phenomenal and obviously like 
we're not all up on the comic books so we don't i just know things that surface you know and we i know and all the all the stuff we're talking about stuff that we've seen like on the shows and all the stuff and kind of like every kind of version um i know there's a really cool um cartoon version called turtles forever i don't know if you saw that where it shows like a kind of um the multiverse and it shows them all kind of go into different times and stuff like that so really yeah. kind of a cool um thing but anyways I, I think yeah like to wrap it all up i think it's like a really kind of cool thing just to, and then share who you think is um who you resonate with and who you who you dig or who you would like to be right and it's kind of like i think growing up that's a lot of it too is like something that you lack but something that you and i think these all the, the team element stuff kind of coincides with the x-men or any any other team kind of thing even the power rangers had this kind of same element they all kind of offered something but unlike those ones i think the turtles kind of encompassed it all because they were also family which makes yeah. it a little bit different versus the x-men versus um uh like the power rangers like the, like what makes this different is there were a family element which makes it a lot more uh a lot more, like more connects to like you as a household you as a family you know all these other things i think yeah i mean it's not these just like you said you, you you don't have these people coming together with their own unique stories you have a group forming together day right. in day out yeah which which is a critical aspect and i think um at that time in our in in you had a lot of families right like you didn't have very many like only children or like two child households yeah you, you had a lot of big families and i i think that that is a uh it's 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 an, a great experience right it's probably a great experience being an only child um but having to be able to learn from siblings and have these hierarchies like you're talking about and I, I, it's critical to development right like i think just if whether you're living it or whether you're observing it, it it's an opportunity to kind of like connect and learn right like i have six kids in my household and some of them are like well i wish we just have way too many kids here because they want they want they want individual attention which i yeah. get and and yeah. and we have to try to find ways to do that um but at the same time um it creates um a, it, it creates it like a collaborative hotbed if you do it right right like you're, you're able to um really find and unify and connect and galvanize um and, and go through experiences together that you would never do independently right like i would never have traveled um to to europe or um like mexico if like i didn't have an oldest brother who paved that way first right hey, and, 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 and easy yeah and, and my oldest brother had to deal with a little brother who was like always stealing his stuff and like <laughs> yeah and dealing with that right um but it, it, you just have these kind of like things that are annoying but at the same time like you, you have to appreciate it right like i don't think enough people appreciate uh the, those moments right and I, th I think that that's um if i go back and i look right like i was um just this carefree crazy person um climbing up the walls but at the same time like i i wouldn't have been able to if i didn't have grounded siblings who were able to kind of like um reel me in when it was necessary or be able to like yeah lift me up and then so yeah and teach you like what is teach you right from wrong or try to put you back in your place kind of things so that you understand like um exactly any situation yeah and i think that's what sets the turtles apart from a lot of the other team elements is the family aspect right um and i think that's what makes them who they are and why people love them even kids that have never grown up with the same ones we do 
still resonate with these characters because of that family element, right? And even if you are an only child, the idea is that you think that this is something that you would like to have, right? And that's the thing that I think from their perspective, it's something else that like, wish I had that. And they find those, they, they find that for themselves kind of thing, like uh, by growing up and having a big family or whatever else, right? And I think that, that and I think that's kind of like a, one of the really important aspects of this, the, the, this franchise and why it's so great and why, everybody loves it you know and so like at, there's times when um i guess well let's say, let's head to offerings new you up for that yeah yeah, yeah. uh I, I would say if you guys haven't had a chance um there's a few turtle things that you can look at into and i think i i really like that series that um uh, just called um what is it called teenage mutant ninja turtles is from like what spence said 2012 through 2017 it's a cgi version on nickelodeon i would say it's probably one of the better versions of the turtles um and uh really really fantastic but not even that just design wise fantastic they, they were able to kind of make it unique in their own um like versus the other ones where they were all the same size and they just donnie was just purple right this this one gave them different aspects like they were different they're just they have different um physical attributes that made them kind of unique and not only that but then when they introduced casey jones also they kind of made him kind of more unique as well so I, as far as i can say i say there's probably one of the best shows and representations of and culminating every bit of history and into one show and finishing really well. Um, so yeah, um, go ahead, Spence. Well, I was just gonna say, just like in checking them out, right? Um, I, I, they were on Netflix. I don't know if they, they still are um, kind of streaming the, the way that licensing goes and how long they stream things. Um, it looks like they, they are on um, Hulu. Some, some of the seasons are on Hulu, but like if you're able to get connect with Nickelodeon um it looks like it that is where and that's the one that new reference to I know uh, Paramount but, if you guys have Paramount plus um they have all the versions on there too sweet so you're able to do that so. that's that that new yeah Paramount plus um but th thank you for hanging with us again um we'd love to know who your uh who who you resonate with from the the cast of characters on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if you would share so appreciate your time with us and have a lovely day. Special thanks to hosts That Tao, Nooligan, DJ Crump. Music by Ghost HD. Produced by DJ Crump. Production by Ghost Wish. Ghost Wish.